0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: Open Championship, winding down round one, one of the best parts. There's a lot of best parts about the Open, but one of the best is that because it happens, what, five hours ahead of us, we get it like right in our wheelhouse here. Is it distracting to me? Yeah, it's distracting to me. And I've got Rory McElroy lining up a birdie putt in front of me as I'm trying to do a show. It gets distracting. He made that birdie putt. He is now back to even. Um, the other thing about the Open Championship that I think in many ways we overlook it in terms of its importance is just what weather does. And – Nowhere is the weather more volatile and impactful than Seaside links in the U.K. Nowhere. And I don't know what the difference is in terms of the score. It does appear that the better scores were the early wave today. Uh, Although there are some good scores out there in the afternoon. Jerry Foltz would know all about that longtime golf analyst now with Live Golf. You can check him out on The CW, and he joins us on The Adam Gold Show. What is
0: going on, Jerry? Adam, not a whole heck of a lot. Just uh, glued to my TV for the many, many hours of coverage that are provided of this uh, what looks to be an unseasonably nice day in England.
1: Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it was a little bit hairy, I think, early, uh, but that cleared up, and it's bright sunshine and I know the conditions have really toughened up in the afternoon. Uh, you didn't start with this at 4 o'clock in the morning, did you?
0: You know what? Last time we talked, I was going through our messages, and I happened to be in Hawaii when we talked, and, and you thought it was too early for me to do an interview. And <laughs> yes. I reminded you then, old people get up early. So, yes, I've had this on for quite a while. Wow!
1: Look at you! That is awesome. Love- that is that is tremendous. Um. So, g- real, real quick, your thoughts. Let's... Not on the amateur, because the, I mean, we, we see people out of nowhere, uh, post, especially when you go out very early, post great scores before. But a guy like Tommy Fleetwood, who has never won a major, and who has had a great, great year, really a great couple of years, um, this seems like it's perfect for him.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, it's just so, so much left to go. And you were uh, referencing the weather and how volatile that can be. Today, there hasn't really been a huge difference between early and late. And remember, they only go off of one tee, so there's no real wave to it, right. if That's you will. <laughs> but it does. It does make a huge difference at the Open Championship, British Open, as most Americans call it. Um, it can make a, a, I mean, like a drastic, monumental difference where only half the field has a chance to win. Um, that hasn't been the case yet uh forecast who knows that's literally they say the easiest job in the world is to be a weather a weatherman because you don't have to be right in in the u k It's just a useless job it doesn't matter. It's not even close to right ever so um you have to tune in to see. But uh, Tommy Fleetwood just happens to be one of those guys who doesn't have an enemy on earth. So, yeah. you know, there's been so much happened throughout the game of golf uh, mm-hmm. with the live and TGA Tour and the establishment and all that in the last year. Um, he's one of those guys that on both sides of the equation doesn't have an enemy. And so an easy guy for somebody like me to root for.
1: Isn't is it? Couldn't you say the same thing about Brooks Kepka? That's what, the way I look at it. And I, the thing is I've never been an enormous Brooks Kepka fan but he seems to have stayed above all of the vitriol
0: Yeah no question about it and, and you you see that by the way uh the other players treat him at the majors mm-hmm. the only time the times he sees them uh there is no there is no uh hatred or, or dislike for the decision he made to to go to live I think everybody understood his decision and, and he never really was uh you know, he he was pretty upfront about why he did it, and and he's very upfront about now saying I'm happy with what I did, and I'm happy with where I am. Uh, you know, a lot could change in the next year or two. We we don't have any idea how that's going to shake out. But uh, Brooks is a great guy. The one thing he, he said something interesting. He weren't really a Brooks fan before. Yeah, it wasn't. I kind of I covered him at the at the Ryder Cup in uh, Hazeltine. I don't know how many years ago that was. It wasn't a lot, um, and. And he seemed, you know, he seemed uh, very focused, very driven, very quiet. Um, having been around him and, and because of the structure of the way live Golf is, 48 guys who yes. basically <laughs> tee off at the same time, right. dine at the same time, I see them a lot. Uh, he is so much more personable, funny, and generous than I would have ever been able to read through his public persona. And I think he, I think he has crafted that public persona um, just to kind of be unpredictable or, or what have you. But he is such a good soul.
1: Well, look, you know, it's funny. My, it's not even a dislike, but my non-fandom of Kepka has. and We're talking with Jerry <laughs> Foltz of Live Golf has generally been crafted by. Some of the public comments, not about Bryson DeChambeau, because that to me was that was more of a media creation. They might not like each other, and that's fine. But to me, the blow up of that was entirely driven. uh, And unfortunately, by your old employers, I thought Golf Channel completely blew that uh, out of uh, out of proportion. Uh, but Kepke like saying things about Dustin Johnson. Well, he hasn't really, they're, they're truisms, but we don't see that. We don't see golfers basically slam each other publicly. He's had, you know, negative things to say about Rory McElroy. This is well before the split between the two tours. Um, but I think the last couple of years have done an enormous job in maybe un- even unintentionally rehabilitating his image. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuda with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise?
0: Yeah, I think so too. When you do something, he did uh, off that nobody saw. I think we did put a camera on it and showed it during one of our shows. But that he didn't do it for those reasons was, uh, I think we were in Australia during Mother's Day, and all of the we have a pretty large group of professionals uh, behind the scenes who work mm-hmm. the stage and manage and run the events that travel with the tour full time to live golf. Um, all of the mothers on staff, he had them gathered in a morning for a little breakfast uh, luncheon thing. And he brought, out of his own doing, he went and bought them and brought them flowers and, and and basically thanked everyone, about 20 of them or so, every one of them individually for being there and working so hard to the in, in-game product that is Live Golf and missing their children on that special day, that kind of thing. You know that people don't see that now. The public image, the, the trash talking, especially the DJ, uh, somebody who used to be really, really close friends with. Yeah. I think he thrives so much on the bulletin board material. Um, uh, you know, having that proverbial chip on his shoulder that sometimes he might uh, inadvertently or, or subconsciously try creating it so that it's there. Yeah. And I think we've seen a little bit of that through time.
1: Jerry Foltz uh, from Live Golf is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show, and I appreciate your time. We haven't really talked a ton uh about this. Rory got off to a I think Rory got off to a good start, then went to a rough patch in the middle of his round and has gotten it back to uh even. Uh I know you've been focused on what guys are doing on the tour that you cover on a regular basis. Uh Rory certainly played well last week in Scotland. What have what have you seen from Rory?
0: It's uh, it's kind of been the same old story out of Rory today. He hits the ball like I mean, literally like <laughs> you you only dream of hitting the ball almost always he hits it like that rarely does it it gets so out of whack that he has any kind of cyclical nature to his game like most players do hot streaks and cold streaks he doesn't have those it all depends on the putter uh his putter was pretty cold uh for most of the day it's starting to heat up a little bit but he hasn't had really any long putts he's made one really good lengthy putt that i've seen um it's all about that putter to him he's you know, for Rory to win, he doesn't have to be a great putter. He just has to putt good. Nice. Same with uh, Scotty Scheffler. If he just putts good, nobody else can touch him. But, um, and, you know, we obviously have seen the Sunday problems he's had for the last few years, uh, trying to get back into the winner's circle. And those two shots he pulled off 17 and 18 at the Scottish Open were at the Renaissance Club were just, I mean, just unthinkable golf shots. So, uh, he comes in as the odds-on favorite, and I'd be shocked if he doesn't have a chance if he's not in one of the last two or three pairings on Sunday.
1: Let me ask you about a guy who has played very well on Live this year, and it's Cameron Smith. There's a bunch of guys who played very I mean, Brooks Kepka has played very well, and Brooks Koepka is almost an automatic contender in every major he plays. Uh, so, I mean, all the, the, the nonsense about uh, the lack of competition obviously does not matter to... Brooks, and it does not matter to Cam Smith and a lot of these guys. DJ hasn't played all that well uh, today. Uh, But what are your thoughts on Cam Smith and his chances this week? He's the defending champ.
0: You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not in a buy or sell mode on Cam quite yet. One over today, certainly not out of it. Um the way he's played this year he's done it all just with smoke and mirrors a lot of the time now that's not to say his game's not like that to a large extent all the time, but he hasn't had his stuff teed to green uh and it didn't I didn't see a whole lot of a uh, difference out of cam today shooting one over par a lot of miss fairways and a lot of miss Greens now, if you and i if the next best short game golfer on on earth. Uh, had to play from where he has this year, they wouldn't have uh, amassed anything near his record. He's a magician around the greens, right. and he putts like God on the greens. Um, if he happens to find that one little elixir, you know, that one panacea on the practice tee, then look out, because there's nothing going to hold him back. He's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid of winning. And, and he really, really, really wants to drink out of that Clara jug for another year.
1: Yeah, he he was emotional when he had to give it back. He is, He is. He is a wizard. Uh, with the flat stick and around the greens as well. Back to Kepka real quick before I have to say goodbye to Jerry Foltz from Live Golf on the CW. The um, He's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. He won the PGA. Basically, it's almost impossible that he won't be in the top six when it's all over. And it's also Im- virtually impossible that he won't be selected. I think Dustin Johnson will also be on that team. And for me, that's the way this should have gone that the best players regardless of what tour they play on um the the DP World Tour doing what they have to do what, what, what have to do what they uh, have already decided they were going to do whether they have to do it or not but Kepka and DJ are going to be on team USA and those are two of the most popular players in the locker room anyway
0: yeah, you're absolutely right. There's none of the guys uh, hold a grudge against them for, for making the decisions they did. Obviously, DJ was a very instrumental part of what has been the early success of Live because he was there and signed up early, signed up first to be one of them, and then the dominoes started to fall when he and Phil both started. Um but no, nobody dislikes DJ. Nobody certainly doesn't respect his game, and I I would be surprised if Zach didn't pick him. There are no guarantees there yet, uh, and I he'd really have I think he'd have to win this week in order to be in that uh, Brooks category of making it on points. Right. Which Brooks has already done, um, and I think you know I I think Patrick Reed has to get a serious look out of out of Zach Johnson as well, just because of how much he thrives on that head-to-head, you know, uh, vitriolic kind of competition against the Europeans. Um, I, I don't think Taylor Gooch, although probably deserved if he were playing the PJ Tour and won three events, I don't think that he could miss being on the no. team. Um, not the case, and he hasn't performed well in the majors, but he's that kind of guy in the years to come. Who will continue to get better. He always has to get his feet under him and start to believe in himself and, and the majors and, and being a contender in the majors is still something that's kind of new to him, much like we see from Max Homa, who's having a great round today.
1: Yeah. Until he just missed a very short putt. As uh, I let you go, I'm not, I'm not sure Patrick Reed didn't rescind his PGA tour membership. So that would eliminate him. Uh, no, from...
0: no, not PGA tour, PGA P- of America. PGA you of know, America.
1: Okay. PGA tour. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but back to Reed. I think Reed would have to win like 9 times to, to make the team because they didn't select him last time for reasons that went beyond his play. So I just think yeah. I just think that they don't want uh they don't want him in the locker room for whatever you know well, we,
0: I, I, I... I go back to the one thing, the, the poignant moment between Brad Faxon and Blan, Brandel Chambly, I think it was after the U.S. Open or, or maybe after the PGA. But when Brandel based, or when uh, Faxon basically said, they, these guys, the Ryder Cup's not about tour, it's about country. Right? And uh, if you want the, the absolute best 12 players you can put out there to increase your chances of winning, you have to give. Patrick Reed. Will look. Maybe, maybe there are guys on the team who don't want him around in the locker room and maybe that does hurt your chances. I don't see that. The guy's genuinely one of the nicest guys I've dealt with in my entire broadcasting career. But I don't see the side of him in those team rooms and locker rooms that they do. Um, but yeah, if you want the best team for your country, I think you have to give them a, a serious consideration.
1: Jerry Foltz at Jerry Foltz Golf on Twitter even though he doesn't tweet uh, appreciate your time uh, we'll talk again uh, and uh, enjoy the rest of your season you don't have that much left a couple of months uh, left I think it all ends in October uh, we'll talk to you soon
0: alright thanks Adam
1: you got it Jerry Foltz your heart
0: it's the only one you have fortunately you also have a choice expert cardiologists talented surgeons highly skilled specialists all of whom chose Wake WakeMed Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.